Yo, yo, yo. You are now tuned in to the freshest 30 minutes to an hour to however long it takes. Freshest <laughs> in podcast land, the God Chases podcast. And I have two special guests on our year in best of 2022 uh, podcast. First, my special guest, the first one is a lyricist, a wordsmith, a barsmith, a man of God, a dude who writes raps that can body your favorite MC, MC, he's your favorite MC, MC, the biggest homie, Ready Rider is in the building. What's up, bro? Sorry about sketch. Sketch kills it with the pen. Yeah, I think y'all forgot. He is a writer. Whatever. And my next guest, he's the journalist. He's the analyst. He's the Christian hip hop historian. He has notes. His Christian hip hop concert t-shirt collection <laughs> is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. He's the homie of homies. Rapping, cut and shoot Texas. Sketch the J is in the building. What's up? We are here. Let me just flex the title yes. belt real quick. I, I'm gonna show it every chance I get. Okay. And this podcast is brought to you by uh Patreon. All the people who who are patrons on the, for the God Chasers podcast. Thank you for being a patron. If you would like to be a patron, go to patreon.com backslash God Chasers. And our other sponsor is Before He Cracks the Sky. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do, we this, this year we have a new category. So we're going over the best. The top, our top 10 Christian hip hop albums of 2022. And then we're going to talk about our top 10 movies slash TV shows. We grouped them in this year. And our new category is top verses of 2022. So what we're going to, well, we're going to start with, let's start with movies slash tv shows and we're going to go from there so who wants to volunteer first i can go i'm good you good all right let's rock, let's rock. all right so we're going 10 all the way down to one yes and and you know you could you could talk about why you, why these these are your picks and before you go to 10 was there any movie that could have made it, that possibly could, should have made it. Okay, so I would say um, Hustle with uh, Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah. Okay. Uh, love basketball movies. It just didn't make it on this list, but it was close. Thought it was a really good movie. I think it's on Netflix, so check that out. Um, if you've ever seen like Blue Chips or anything like that about kind of recruiting players and getting them to play and different things like that, in this particular story, Adam Sandler was a coach. Um, Queen Latifah was his wife, and he, he saw this dude that he thought he could make into a, to a great player. So, good movie. The Giannis movie was Disney good, if you know what I mean. 
Mm-hmm. Is Disney good? So um, I'll stop with that. Uh, all right. So my number 10 was Anador. Uh, Andor? Andor. Yeah. Okay. Prequel, prequel to Rogue One, the best Star Wars movie, in case you didn't know. Um, about Cassie and Anador. Uh, I thought it was a great show. It was probably the best Star Wars show they had. Um, I didn't like the other one that I'm not going to name. Um, the next one I have, number nine, The Kingsman, um, which is the original story of how, what, you know, how, how, how they, what the inception of the Kingsman, um, just tells the story of how everything got started and, um, how to begin to save the world or different things like that. Thought it was a great movie. Um, a lot of action on my list this year because I think that's where I was mentally. So, yeah. Chicago PD at number eight. So, if you like gritty cop shows, right? Um, that show is probably the realest out of all the cop shows. Um, they're dirty. They do bad stuff for good reasons. It's just one of those shows. Um, number seven. Got to get my anime in. Bleach, mm-hmm. Thousand Years, Blood War. That's on Hulu. Great animation, great fighting. If you like Bleach, if you like Dragon Ball Z kind of stuff, uh, this this would be right up your alley. Super dope. Um, number six, Amsterdam. So Amsterdam was was interesting for me because it's based on a true story. I don't know if people knew that. Um, and it's a crazy story that we got Christian Bale, we got the lady who plays Harley. I think her name is Margaret Robbie. Um, we also got John David Washington. Really good movie, be- beautiful shot. Um, really good acting on it. So I think people slept on it because kind of came in COVID at a weird time and just popped out on DVD and you didn't know it was there, but it was good. Um, number five, Gray Man. This is a Netflix movie. Uh, Gray- Ron Goslin, uh, Chris. Gray Adams. Man. Yeah, the Gray Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like a secret agent mercenary type drama by the Russo brothers and they make those action movies. So it's really good. Um, yeah, it's nothing bad to say about it. If, if you like action movies, it's not quite a tier, right? But it's like B plus. So okay. yeah, it's good. Number four, more cop movies, shows rather East New York, East New York. Okay. So number four, uh, show about a um a a black police captain who took over this particular sect of um cops and they're kind of trying to put in put into play or into place all the things that we hear people talking about like cops living in the neighborhoods that they police and different things like that and trying to help the neighborhood versus trying to criminalize everybody right. so it's a it's a good thought experiment as far as that's concerned it's a it's a good show to me um, I thought it was really good. Well, where do you watch that one at? Um, that is on Paramount Plus for sure, Paramount. and it's also on TV. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, the next one, Terminal List, Amazon Prime. What, what number is this? This is number three. Okay. Terminal List with Chris Pratt. Uh, traditional, like Navy SEAL, Army movie, um, drama. Chris Pratt did an excellent job. I think he's going to be our new Arnold Schwarzenegger, our new rock kind of person. Um, great job with this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised. Um, 
Yeah, just just good. Terminal list on Amazon Prime. Number two, back to my anime bag. Spy versus family. Uh, I I don't think even if you don't like anime, I think anybody who gives this anime a shot will like it. Mm. Um, the premise is you have a a, a seek a, a um a dad who's a secret agent who adopts a child who has psychic powers and he gets married to a woman that's an assassin in order to get a, a girl in order to get the girl into the school to get close to a person that he's trying to you know um get information on but it's super funny um we watch it as a family in this house my wife is not particularly an anime person so that should let you know that it's a good show um number one number one uh oh Number rings of power. Who? Rings of power. Wait, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Did you name movies and TV shows together? Yep. Mm -hmm. So it was a whole bunch of stuff that didn't make your list. Yep. Okay. So number, number you said number one was rings of power. Yeah. So rings of power. And I'll tell you, I should have said this in the beginning. I cut out anything that I watched last year. So everything on this list is brand new. Wow. Well, well this, this was for 2022. It shouldn't be anything 2021. So so you're you're saying anything that was in your list in 2021, you cut it out. Right. So for instance, SEAL team came on this year. That would and it was great. Right. And it was great, but I was like, I'm not gonna put it on here again. My hero came on again. I'm not gonna put it on here again. I'm gonna put some new stuff on here. So Rings of Power, beautifully shot. I don't know how much they spent on that budget. Yeah. Because it was crazy. Yeah. The conversations were, if, if you like, the lore of Lord of the Rings, they got in-depth with the conversations. When you find out who Sauron is, it's a twist. It was good. It was good. Me and my wife watched it. It was riveting. So that's my number one, Rings of Power, um, Amazon Prime. Holy moly. <laughs> yep. Holy moly. Okay. What you think? Sketch rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> oh, oh, my dear Lord said, absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I, no, I, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Okay. I'm not more movies. I know you're a big movie buff. I was thinking, trying to make my list, and that mine was mostly television, but I'm interested. I, I think I got a good, a good, uh, Bleach. Okay. Now I know I'm going to get heat for this, <laughs> and I don't care because I'm I don't care. So I'm I'm gonna say this: Black Panther two did not make my top ten list this year at all. Yeah, that's surprising. I, I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm. Okay, so I'm I'm not going to go into vast detail. What I am going to say is you did not see how big of a star Chadwick Boseman was until he was outside of this film and he left a gaping vortex in star power in this movie. It was it was night and day. You you couldn't neglect the fact, and even though they did the, the honor him and, and woo, 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 I did not care. You, 
<laughs> how big of a hole. You know what I'm saying? And then the story, which I'm not going to get into, the story, the story shouldn't have been what it was. They should have, like, I'll say the Submariner should have, this. his story should have been its own thing. Like, why put him at the expense of this franchise? It just, I completely hated it. It's not in my top 10. I didn't hate, I didn't, let, let me rephrase it. I hated it for top 10. It could be easily 12, but no, let me, no, it'll be 20. How about that? Golly. That's right. It's tough that's coming from the person I know that's the biggest Black Panther yeah. fan. I, my Black Panther collection is killer. Matter of fact, I recently got the first appearance of Black Panther in um, Fantastic Four number 52. Um. That's what they get for killing Killmonger. Yes, that's what they give it. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Let's start at number 10. My 10 Tales of the Jedi. Oh, oh, yes. Is that yeah. like the anime kind of anthology? Anime. Oh, it, that, was, yeah, that was good. Yes. That was good. It, it, it could have easily been number two if it wasn't in short stories. If they would have let it play out a little more, give it some more, they was killing it. The whole story with Dooku, amazing. All right, my number nine, comedy, Abbott Elementary. Yeah, that's they, good. I'm watching it today. Yes, Abbott Elementary was good. Abbott Elementary was good. Um Let's say I thought this was going to be a Christian rap talk. Oh, we're getting a Christian rap if you stay on. You just got you gotta you gotta stay on. Somebody like I thought this was Christian rap. We're talking Christian rap. Um next, East New York. Yeah. East New York. You you said it, it was it's great. Um after East New York and or okay now let, let, let me tell you. My thoughts on Andor. Andor, I had to get in the mind frame of this is a totally different type of story. This is not use the force, droid, Skywalker, air choke. This is the beauty of this is in the dialogue and in the writing. And when there is action, that's just added bonus. So when I got my mind to that, because if I thought this was going to be a regular Star Wars story, I was going I was, I was to hate it. So Andor, next, Ring of Power. Ring of Power, yes, beautifully shot. You know, just like all other Lord of the Rings, there was a lot of walking and it was a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of trolls. Um, after Ring of Power, Black Adam. Now, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Black Adam that made it Wakanda forever, did not? Yes. Okay. Here, here's why. The Rock was not the best actor in this movie. Uh, what is his name? Uh uh, his last name is Hodges. The dude played Hawkman. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, man. I know what you're talking about. The black yeah. Guy. So he did. He he he's always been a good actor. Like anything he played on. Uh, what was that show? Scorpion. Great actor. Uh, on on this one. He upped the game. And the guy, the old 007, who was Dr. Fate, Dr. Fate made this movie. Yeah. The, the, the visualization was great. The effects was great for Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate needs his own. He, he need a prequel to this because of they did so good. So Black Adam. So we're down to my top four. Mm-hmm. Number four. Book of Bubble Fett. No. Okay. So okay. Okay. So one, the lack having the Mandalorian in this series, mm-hmm. and when he showed up, it was game over. Yeah, game over. Game over. And at the end, with the uh, what is the what is the name of the beast? Uh, Rack. Yeah, yeah. Rancor. The Rancor. Yeah, Rancors. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Rancor. Aldis Hodges, that's the name. Thank you. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. So, number three. But doesn't that tell you that it wasn't a good show if Mandalorian had to come in and save it? Thank like, you. Because <laughs> I love Mandalorian, but yeah, Boba Fett did not do it for me. It, I think they knew it too, so that's why. Like, let's, let's put him in there at the end. No, he was, he was a episode four. It don't matter. If Mandalorian is in there, a Rancor is in there. The dude who was like the the bully, um, Chewbacca, he oh, was yeah. um, the ran, um, who else was that? He's big. The first part now, the first part was slow, the latter part of Boba Fett was amazing. He spent every time in the rejuvenation chamber. I know. <laughs> wait, wait, and. And <laughs> when Cad Bane showed up, okay. I was, it was over for me. Like, you know, anytime you take somebody out of Clone Wars and Rebels and make it live action, it's over for me. That's it. Okay. Number three, Anna Soka was in it. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Number three, Kenobi. Obi-Wan. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> so, so let me tell you what they did right. What they did right was undo all of the boo-boo they did in Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith. They undid a lot of stuff that, that I hated. And when they came back and did it in the, in the fight scene with Vader, come on, man. Like, you got Vader fighting? Come on, dude. Like when he said the thing like, uh, uh, I you not to blame. I killed Anakin Skywalker. Like, dude, that was the whole moment. So Kenobi, number three. Number two, which I don't know why this is isn't in Reddy's top. I don't understand. Number two, Spider-Man No Way Home. I forgot about it. That's yeah. why. Because, dude, if the Green Goblin power bombs you through a whole floor of a building, you your whole movie goes up here. Like, come on, man. Like, so this 
this could have been number one. This could have right Vader fight scene. Good. <laughs> oh man. So the the next my number one Top Gun. Number one movie of the year. And somebody says in the comments, whatever they said. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Top Gun. Like, it was such a debate. Spider-Man, Top Gun, Spider-Man, Top Gun, Spider-Man, Top Gun. Top Gun was, you know, it's like you wait 20 years to make, is it 20 years? It was over 20 years because that was it, like an 80s movie. Might have been over. Yeah, I think over. 30, 30 years. And you don't miss a beat, phenomenal feat, phenomenal feat. So that's my top ten. So um, after this, so what you guys want to go to top Christian rap albums first, or or verses after sketch? Which one y'all want to go to? I think Christian albums. Verses. Okay, okay. Sketch, your top ten. Let's go. Sure. So a couple of caveats. Uh, one, mine is definitely a mix of like uh, TV shows, movies, different uh, entertainment that I enjoyed. And two, there are some uh, mature choices on on mine. So use your spiritual discretion, uh, depending on and read read the labels before you get into some of these. But I think they still have some value. But uh, one that didn't make the list was probably. Uh, F1, Drive to Survive. It's a Netflix documentary that has gotten me into the sport of F1. I really wasn't that much into it, but um, my the company I work for sponsors one of the big racers who happens to be one of the top dogs. So that got me. And then the show kind of, they film a whole uh, season and then kind of break it up and give you storylines. So that helped me out. Um, number 10, uh, Better Call Saul. So the, the sequel and kind of finale to the whole Breaking Bad universe that followed the the attorney uh, when you first heard about that show it almost seemed like a bad idea but i think they really worked it well added a lot of a drama to this um number nine the genius the kanye trilogy documentary on yeah. Netflix. um yeah. he's he certainly had his issues but this reminded you of that old kanye that he talks about in his own own lyrics and uh, showed his friends that were willing to turn off the camera when it looked like he was getting in trouble and stuff too. So it gives you definitely a deeper appreciation for his earlier work. Um, number eight is a Hulu series called Rami. It's about a millennial guy who's a, uh, a Muslim in New Jersey, and he's really conflicted and trying to live out his faith and also like torn by his flesh. Um, Decent amount of mature content in there, but I, I think it, it poses a lot of interesting questions that I would appreciate a similar series maybe being even done from a Christian perspective about what it means to to be young and free and pulled in these different directions and trying to live out um, your, your faith. Um, number seven is a show that I saw in Las Vegas recently, a stage show. So Freestyle Love Supreme. It's um, mm. the... Uh, improv hip hop show that um, Lin Manuel Miranda of Hamilton and Encanto fame uh, that he did before all of that. He was part of this like uh, hip hop freestyle crew. So, uh, backstory is uh, last year I was in New York. I was my, celebrating my first year of marriage with my wife. We decided on a whim to go see this show because we heard Lin Manuel Miranda was going to be doing two special dates. Um, Someone in the cast got COVID. It was canceled like an hour before the show. 
So we were pretty bummed. We heard that it was coming to Las Vegas for a residency. And my wife said, and that Manuel Miranda was going to do two shows there. So um, on a flyer, we just kind of bought tickets and went. But to me, it was just like the highest level of like improv, comedy, hip hop um, stuff. And got to see uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda perform it too. So um, really enjoyed that. If it's if it's available where you're at, check them out. He may not be on the show, but there's tons of other, other talented people. Um, number six, uh, This Is Us, the the NBC family drama. It ended its uh, season this year, and it was a show that I uh, could watch with my wife, and it made me have all the feelings. It, I know for a lot of people it was a, a tearjerker, and I don't often tap into that side, so it was good for me to have a show that would occasionally make me tear up. Or yeah, What show is this? This is us. Oh, 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 oh. no, nah, I refuse to watch it. Exactly. Yep, that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I want to cry every time yeah. I watch the episode. No way. Good. Yeah, I don't recommend a whole slate of those, but it's good to have one in your mix. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, number five is another FX show, Atlanta. So uh, Donald mm-hmm. Glover's um, show, again, mature content. This season, this year, we got um, season three and season four, and there's a lot of debate about whether season three went too off the rails. It went in a little bit of a <laughs> anthology type style, Black Mirror showing like Black Life, uh, but very interesting, very artistic kind of stuff um, that I enjoyed. Um, number four, I'll say Wakanda Forever. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it much more than Brinson did. Uh, it wasn't as good as the first one, but I I came away enjoying the story. I didn't, I don't read comics the way that I know Brinson does and maybe even ready, but so I didn't know a lot about Namor and his, his journey. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's been showing up no longer, <laughs> so, but I, I liked the movie. I, it was one of the few I went to see in theaters. Um, number three, Top Gun, like you. Super enjoyable. I saw, I saw it twice in the theater. Whoa! Uh, I think one thing that we appreciated about it is that it was a lot of practical effects. And Tom Cruise talked about he really wanted to have real people and real jets, and it wasn't all CGI. And um, it was just kind of a good popcorn movie. Um, and number two, Abbott Elementary. To me, that's Whoa, been it's like, that's one of the funniest shows on TV. I enjoy, I enjoy it. It's 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 a really it's a really good show. Um, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of The Office. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's a lot of similarities in the mockumentary and, okay, a, a kind of goofy couple that's kind of getting together, maybe not. And Yeah, a lot of similarities, but I, I like the, the way that it's presented. And number one, a bit of an unconventional uh, The Major League Baseball World Series in which the Houston Astros won. <laughs> For real, that was television that we were glued to the whole playoffs. Every night we were watching three or four hours of TV watching my team. They had tons of drama, had a no-hitter, had a blowout, had a comeback, um, had Jeremy Pena taking over for Carlos Correa. We got another championship. We got to go to the parade with my son. It was just (laughs) – that was TV that I watched on a regular. No. No. Say at the World Series, <laughs> yo. With it. If, if, if the town sketches with it, God, World Series, 
Hey, Andy gonna pull out the. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, let, me ask, let me ask y'all a question. Did either of y'all see? If you see, if you saw Black Adam, you remember the guy who grew, who could grow. Yeah. So yeah. he has a show called The Recruit. The Recruit is like um, the Office meets Jack Ryan. Mm, okay. But he's a lawyer. Okay. He did a good job in it. It's on Netflix, uh, Parental Advisory. Yeah. A lot of F words. So, but it was good. Okay. I just finished it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, is there any shows y'all looking forward to the 2023 before we, we move on? More Swamp People. Who? More More Swamp People. More Swamp People. Okay. Sketchy, anything you're looking forward to? I'm trying to think of what. Nothing on my radar right now. Okay. What about you? Ahsoka. Yeah. Bad Batch. Uh, season two. And more AEW. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you've been following it, but. Yeah, they've been putting on some good shows lately. In the, oh, yeah. Uh... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I've oh, enjoyed yeah. the best of seven with uh, Death Triangle and the Young Bucks or the Elite. The Elite. What? What is? What is the name of the uh, band who they got this new song? Have you heard? You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, new- it's an old '70s song called uh, by Kansas. I think it is. Kansas. Carry on, my wayward brother. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's white people music. I mean, no, I, look, I'm with it. When I heard it, I was like, "This is fire." Yeah. This, this yeah, they had to, they had to license that one. So yeah, that was fine. Speaking of AEW and music, congrats on you getting some some music into their catalog for the the album, and you did a theme song for Serena Deeb. You got the belt there, God Chases belt. So that's been fantastic. And I know we talk a lot about wrestling, and that's been a big dream and goal of yours. So congratulations. Yes, Yes. God, God, God did it. I can't give nobody the credit but the Lord and uh, Super Dream and. Since I did Serena D's theme song, it's in the AEW video game. So <laughs> that was supposed to come out too, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to come out. So I don't know when, but they keep dropping teasers. So we're gonna yeah. see. So yeah. let, me, let me ask this question. So none of y'all have seen Swamp People at all. I haven't. No, is this like a comic book, like off the Swamp thing, or you're talking about like the reality show? The reality show where they go and shoot crocodiles in, in slow motion. <laughs> I remember it, I think, from a couple of years ago, but I didn't know. I'm telling you, I don't know why. It's, you watch it, they catch the crocodiles, they say funny stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I like Forged as well. Forged in, was it Forged in Forged Steel? Fire, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, the, I don't know, I like those kind of shows. But yeah, I thought it was, it's funny. I like it. Mm. Now, I never, I never seen it. It's country. It's super country. <laughs> so, you you want to dive into these albums before these verses? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, sketch before we before we went on. Reddy said he has the best top ten album. Like his list is. Is, is impeccable. So 
We're going to start with Sketch this year since Reddy says he has the impeccable album uh, list. So, yeah. Sketch, who is your top 10? Unless y'all want me to go. Like, you tell I'll me. Go. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So, number 10 Christian hip hop album. Uh, this will be my annual pick for uh, Plato or Crumb, who seems to drop an album every year that I enjoy. This one, though, is a uh, 20 year anniversary of his Lonely Superstar album that came out, I think, on. Up rock back in the day, back when he was named Plato. So um, he, I don't know all the legal ramifications for it, but he basically got people to do remixes of each song for the beat, and then he re-recorded his verses like Taylor Swift's versions of her stuff. So I think maybe legally he didn't own the music, but he wrote the songs and could re-record them on his own with new backtracks. Um, so that's only available on Bandcamp, but um, I thought it was really cool that he did that. Um, Number nine, who is Mark James three uh, from Bumps Inf. So if you're looking for just some sharp uh, battle rap kind of stuff from a Christian perspective, uh, coming out of the God, uh, God Over Money Camp, um, that's a good one. Okay. Um, number eight, not uh, maybe traditionally considered Christian hip hop, but it's an album that I certainly played a lot this year. Um, Kingdom Book One by Maverick City Music and Kirk Franklin. Um, okay. So there was a lot of... Uh, that just brought a lot of joy to my life and spoke into it, and I enjoy it. Um, number seven, Until He Cracks the Sky. So, Brinson. Before He Cracks the Sky, number seven, baby! I'm in here! Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. That's the cover art. Yeah, but, uh, yeah so a couple different storytelling elements in that that are really good. To uh, I particularly enjoyed the um, comment section one and kind of how that plays out about a, a Christian rapper who's uh, kind of turned his back for, for certain reasons on, on the faith. And unfortunately it's a story we see with the several artists continuing to play out even today. Yeah. We all can probably think of a couple names that, that follow that, but you kind of address it in the music and, and portray it through some characters. So good work there. Um, number six, the prologue by Corey Red and precise. <laughs> Prologue made it okay, <laughs> so super dope to hear them back on the mic. Um, and some good, good pl classic uh boom bap stuff. So, so um, let me ask you this because, um, it, it was, it was to me, did it sound like precise was out for blood? <laughs> because to when I was listening to him rap on this album, I felt like he was like, yo, I am not, if you think I'm the weakest link in this group, yeah, I'm coming for, for that. I'm coming to kill that opinion. Yeah, I know what you're saying, because for years, probably most people out of the two would pick Corey Red as, as the, uh, you know, the, the star of the two. But like you said, Precise came came pretty sharp. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that stuff. Okay. So. Uh, number five, Church Clothes 4 uh, by Lecrae. Um, I, I don't know that he broke a ton of new ground, but it was still good good to hear uh, him rapping in, in some of those different styles and, and putting out some, some good music. Uh, number four, Bodega by DJ Michael V. So I really love kind of the, the collaboration aspect. You got to hear a ton of voices in, uh, was it 1995's production? 1995! Yep, slaps, man. I just 
I had not heard a lot from him before, but he's definitely somebody that I look for. And I, I really appreciate seeing Christian hip hop and even his younger generation kind of appreciate that style mm-hmm. um, a lot. Yeah. Um, number three is a bit of a localized version, but I hope people check it out. It's uh, a Cumbia still holding by DJ uh, overdose. So he overdose is a guy in Houston that um, did a lot of chopped and screwed stuff. Uh, on the secular side and then became a believer. So he got together with a couple guys and he, in his secular side, he was known for doing this kind of mashup of uh, cumbia music with uh, like Southern hip hop and Houston hip hop in particular. So it's uh, kind of like a Mexican, not necessarily Mexican, but uh, certainly a Latin style of music. And it's uh, kind of in Spanglish. The main MC on that is a guy by the name of Halo out of Dallas and uh, just a whole different way and take, uh, of presenting gospel music and, and hip hop and uh, Latino culture and that sort of thing. So check that out if you haven't. Uh, my number two was New Hollywood by What Up RG. Um, he wasn't somebody that I really um, checked yeah, for in the cool. past, but I feel like he this this gave me a lot and some replay value. He's even got some good pop stuff that's kind of in the vein of a a weekend or post Malone kind of style. Um, so I enjoyed that. And the number one is um, The Return, which is an instrumental project by Peace586 and Daniel Steele. Um, it's oh. thematically wow. about the return of, of Christ, um, but it's just instrumental hip-hop that that they put together, I think, a 10-song 10, 10 album. I bought the vinyl uh, and have enjoyed playing that throughout the year. So I'm going to get that. Whoa. Yeah. So your number one Christian hip hop album was an instrumental album. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. Okay. So, ready? We gon' we gon' you know you said you got the impeccable ten. Let, let me slide in there and I and I'll go in there and see if your list is better than mine. No, no, you know what? We are gonna save yours for last because you said you was impeccable. We just you know let's let's just. Let's let's just do this. I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna go. So sketch is was there any Christian hip hop album that almost made your list but didn't? I mean, almost made your list. Um, I'd have to look back at some of the ones that I've listened to recently, but yeah. I think the ones I named were the ones that I played the most this year. Okay. Okay. So I got. A lot of surprises, and probably people y'all. I don't know if you heard of them or not, but let's see. All right, so number ten. So my honorable mention: Vent Sessions by Riggs. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mention, and, and the reason you know is is some reasons it couldn't make the list. If if some of the if some of the reasons in my in my. Uh, my category, some some of it got it out, but if if certain things went, you know, it would have been it, it might have been one, but um, number ten. Have you guys ever heard of uh, Marcus Rogers? Have not. You talking about the dude that's on YouTube? Him. Okay. He has an album called uh, Deeper Waters Two. It's good. It's surprisingly good. Okay. It's surprisingly good. Um, real <laughs> heavy-handed Jesus, and I'm for it. 
you know that that get me hype. So I like I like when stuff is overly preachy. Like talk to me. Like if it ain't gonna help, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Marcus Rogers. Marcus Rogers. Deeper Waters too. I I and I appreciated the album cover too. It was simple, but I appreciated the the artwork. You know, I, I'm big on artwork. Um. Number nine, I think this dude has never been in my, my top 10 albums. Ty Brazel, um, Transcendent. Now, the way that he put this album together, I appreciate it. More Jesus than I heard him have, and in in, you know, more Jesus, more. I feel like this is that album that he not only just found himself, but just got grounded in who he is as a, a, a rapper who reps the cross and just, and he has that newer style and, you know, and I think people who, who are liking that newer style, that's, he, he's their guy. Um, yeah. Number eight, Miles Minnick, um, holographic. Yeah. I do. I like, that West Coast, you know what I'm saying? Like he he repping West. He he had a Bizzle on on his album. He didn't let, let me make something clear. He did not go bar for bar with Bizzle. Okay, let's just let's just call it what it is. He didn't go bar for bar with him. Bizzle had a great verse on there, but the swag, the passion, and the hook, you ain't have to go bar for bar with him. But the other things that he brought, he had a little bit of dare I say star power in that you know what I'm saying so I you know I'm I'm expecting big things from this guy Miles Minnick um my next one I think this is seven um six Emmanuel the prophet now when you heard of him yeah yes he he has he has a different style but when you hear what he's saying more heavy-handed Jesus, a lot of cleverness, a lot of um he's he's Drake clever in the things that he says. So his his album called uh Captured by the Lord. Um next oatmeal variety pack made the list, and here's and here's why from just from me knowing how he he made this album, no. Usually, you know, I'm I'm helping on concepts and you know brainstorming. I had I had zero input on this. He got his own features. He put this thing together by itself. Um, this guy Alcott. It's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. He's on a song with Oatmeal. And and when I first heard it, I was like, is my dude about to get body? <laughs> that's, that's my first thought. I'm like, is he about to body Oatmeal? The answer is no. Like, Oatmeal, you know, he did his thing now. Alcott came out like, <laughs> like, you know what? God chases, baby. And he, he went at it. And him and C-Straight had a phenomenal song because they're both newlyweds and they're talking about their now spouses and phenomenal song with uh jacob so because we don't have 
a lot of Christian rap songs for cuffing season. And I think that's a perfect, they did a perfect song, Make You Mind. And I think that should be highlighted on like a top tier song because those boys like C Straight is probably one of the best rappers on our label. But him and Oatmeal went bar for bar because Oatmeal came with the I am in love. He went LL Cool J, uh, <laughs> I need love on y'all and just skyrocketed on that on that song. Both of them did good. So next is uh Dre Murray Reborn, the $40 album. That's yeah. why I don't, that's why I didn't get it. <laughs> Just being real. Uh, $40. Hey, band camp version. Can't hey, no, no, no. You you can't get a band camp version because you know pay the forty, brother. Like I'm gonna get it, but that was one of the. I was like, wow. So explain how he's releasing that for people that may not know. Uh, so so he's released. So this is, I think, this is why the album is forty dollars. The price tag. It's not just a one release. It's a continuous creative release. So. This album, by when he's done, you might get 15 songs now. But by when it's done, you might have 40 songs because what he does when, when you get the album, when he releases another song for the album, you get it. So it's, you know, it's it's really creative on how he did it. And, you know, I'm always for the art or alternative of uh, releasing with streaming and stuff yeah. like that. And, and putting power back in the in the hands of the artist, and plus he did great with uh, marketing it, doing videos, being very visible. So reborn is a great one. So all right, here go my top four. Number four, Lecrae, Church Clothes Four. Now, this is the best Lecrae I've heard since Rebel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I gotta think about it. So, so anom anomaly in rebel, right? Right. So between anomaly and Re and rebel is church closed for. So spread the ops to me is that could possibly be my favorite Lecrae song. It's dope. It's it's pop. It's possibly my favorite Lecrae song. Right. And um. Misconception, I got more to say about the misconception, but I'll save that for later. So number three, Bodega. Now, the boom bap-ness of the Bodega is phenomenal. I was talking to uh, the Will Thomas today. I told him, I said, dude, I felt like Havoc from Mob Deep made one of these tracks. Like, I was in a time capsule. I said I felt uh, Havoc, Alchemist. Um, one of them sound like now this this show. You know your your, your hip hop knowledge. I heard some some Jedi mind tricks. Wow! I was like, you went back. True. Right. That's what got me. I was like, oh man, I hear. Yeah. So that's my number three. My number two. Sibling robbery. AI say lot of corner. Now, yeah, I'm with it. So, oh man, 
this AI that I heard on this album was is the AI that everybody been talking about. Before I was like, she is dope, but she wasn't this. This was top tier rhyming over and over. The beats was good, like time capsule feeling. I felt it. Like I was like, okay. I felt like so the the bodega mixed with the sibling rivalry. It was like I was listening to like an old DJ Clue mixtape. And my number one pick for album of the year of 2022. Now, I did so 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 I got so much flack. For putting my own albums in my list. Now, let me paraphrase by saying, to me, yes, before he cracks the sky is number one. But since all the flack of you can't put your own album, blah blah blah, whoever said that, I, you, y'all know what my number one is. But to save face with the listeners, number one against all odds. By Big Phil. It made number one on iTunes for a few weeks. The rapping. This was prime. This I think this was premier Big Phil. The the singing. Premier Big Phil. The songwriting. Premier. Beat selection. Premier. Like. Everything down to the album art, to the production, to the mixing, to bar for bar. Like he had some people I've never heard of. Some this 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 lady named DJ Wildflower Fire Wildflower on a track. She murdered hook beat. Like everything that he did on there was 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 almost perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like the cadences, the switch ups, the transparency on. God, how much he need God. Like to me, this is probably my favorite Big Phil album of all time. And what's yeah, against all lies, Big Phil, numero uno. But we know what the real Branson number one is. <laughs> all right, so ready. We're gonna give you the floor because you said you had the list of <laughs> The best albums of 2022. All right. So I'll start by saying that there are three. So you have Oatmeal Variety Pack, which are you live right now? I don't know. So number 10. So let let me let me start with saying Oatmeal Variety Pack could have made it. Also, Bodega was the album I was waffling on. Uh Paris Careers, Bats. No big deal, John Keith. All the dudes on that album kill on that bodega joint. I loved it. Um, just didn't make this particular list. Also, Vent Sessions. Riggs is a is a freaking sorcerer when he rhymes. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Um the last one, um, Taylor Gray. Find a way. Mm. I wanted to put that album on here so bad. But there's there's some things that he did on that album that that I had to kind of leave off this list for. But 
great album overall. A lot of good talk on there. A lot of talk about some of the things that Lecrae spoke about. Just a lot of transparency. So let right. me get to my list. Okay. All right. I hope this is good, brother. You, you said this is the, the greatest list. So let's see what you got. All right. Number 10. Number 10. G-O-M. Us Against the World. Easy. Oh, it's G-O-M. Lyrical Excellence. A lot of posse cuts. Everybody killing it. Of course, you got Bump Imps. You get your Bump Imps in there. Then you get your Jared Sanders. Then you got your Dayton in there. Then you got your Monster Tarvers. You got you got your AI Anomalies, your Salai in there. What more do you need to say after you hear all that lyricism? Um, number nine, S.O., Now or Later. Now, is this, this the Afrobeat album? No, this isn't. This is a... This is a, it's it's like a combination of sounds. The song that that most people heard was the Batman song, which sounds like, you know, that UK vibe. But he did some boom bap stuff. He did he did some wavy stuff. He really showed Esso showed that he can do anything he wants to do on the mic, and it was fire. Um, number eight, Dayton, Menace Movement mixtape two. Dayton is by far one of the most consistent lyricists. And this is what I mean by this. Anytime you hear somebody rap, anybody who's ever rapped understands that it's a puzzle. And sometimes you can't say it how you want to say it. And so you get a breakdown of the lyricism or you can't rhyme a word that you want to rhyme and you got to start over. When you hear Dayton, it's so flawless. It's ridiculous. Mm. Like, like it's frustrating when I hear. I'm like, how did he do that? Cadence, breath control, excellence. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, number seven, sleeper. I think um, Sketch will love this album. Cephas, America shall be. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, Cephas. He 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 was supposed to be in my top, but I didn't finish the album. So. Great album. I think he made all the beats on here. You got D-Mob on this album as well, so shout out to D-Mob. Yeah, D-Mob killed it. Yep, he killed it. Just a dope, chill, listen, good lyricism, good beats. Again, which, the time machine kind of stuff. So you which one? Say, America's Shall Be Saved? or Yep, America oh. Shall Be Saved. Just yeah. put it on and let it rock. Yeah, yeah, I've heard him. It's, it's dope. Um, Number six. Brentson before he cracked the sky. Number six ain't in the top five. Ah! <laughs> so on this album, you get great hooks, great story, great beat selection. Um, great he does, features. He does a he does a, a little bit of everything on here. Um Attack on Titan. The intro was dope. Flowers from the South with Big Phil. Phil killing the hook game again. I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, Joe Hooker. That that that's who Big Phil is. He murders the hooks. Um, so great album. I don't know. What's up? No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm comments. I'm reading comments. <laughs> so great album. Um, number five, Lecrae, CC4. Mm. Um, it's Lecrae being Lecrae, honestly. Um a lot of open and honest conversations, conversations about deconstruction, conversations about his feelings and the things that he's been going through. Um, 
well-produced album. You can tell a lot of hands was in it and that they wanted to shape and mold it into a perfect project or as perfect as they could get it. So Lecrae did his thing. A lot of different rhyme styles and different things like that. So good features. You know, AI, AI the Anomaly was on there as well. So she's all through my list as, as I look at it. Yeah. She's on a number of these albums. Mm-hmm. Number four. What up, RG? New Hollywood. I was honestly surprised. Mm. I'm I'm not too much of I, I've been listening to What Up RG ever since he was with Indie Tribe and a little bit before that when he used to just chill with Indie Tribe and be in No Big Deals videos. So when I heard this album, I was surprised. It has so much range, so much dy- so many dynamic things happening with the beats changing in the middle of the beat. It felt like in, in, in a strange way it sounded a lot like Gavi stuff. Just, there was a lot of Gaviness in some of those songs. Gaviness. So I thought I thought it was dope. Um, yeah, it was real good. I like the fact that he uh, talked about his struggles. He was transparent, talking about different things that he went through, different struggles, and then the people that was on the album talked about the same kind of struggles. And I yeah. think he needed a lot more of that. Even the um, song like. Uh... I like my I like myself better when I'm sober or something like that. that was a great yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like that's a song like you can you know you don't have to even be a believer to hear that. But there's so much, it's so countercultural to particularly in hip hop to say like I'm better when I'm sober when you turn on the radio and you hear so many opposite messages to that. You know, yeah. So I need to be clear headed and and that's a better way to live. Uh, yeah. It was a good good song. Yeah, great album. Number three, I can't believe I don't hear more about this young lady, Reese Reese Lachey. Mm -hmm. Trust the way. I'm gonna say this. I went through. Hold on. Wait. 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 We tried to sign her. Just so. Just so we can just (laughs) look at it. We tried to sign her. So okay, go ahead. (laughs) So. I went through so many wavy type albums, listening, trying to hear somebody who, th- this is the thing that I see with these albums. Either they're great rappers and they have bad beats or the hooks are bad. But when you listen to her album, I think it's five or six songs all the way through, dynamite hooks, excellent rapping, caught the vibe in the feel, great summertime, I'm riding with the windows down. I'm washing my car vibe. I mean, I was surprised. It's dope. Pick that up. She she just she's dope. I I don't have anything else to say about her, but um, I, I think the sky's the limit for her. Um, number two, AI and Selah, sibling rivalry. That's my two. I would have made this album number one, but. I was being picky and one of the hooks I just was, was just, I I didn't get what they did with that hook outside of that flawless project. Uh, Selah did his thing. I like the song, um, particularly, I can't think of the name of the song right now, but the topic was he, um, was talking to somebody back and forth and there was, you know, there was barking back and forth, I guess, online, the guy comes to a show and his friend is with him that has the gun. And then he finds out that the dude was just playing and he brought his son to, to the concert. And he, he really wasn't about that action. Mm. Great song. Um, 
great album in total. The 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 producer, it was a different kind of sound. And at first I didn't like it because I wanted some more of that kind of grittiness that kind of, you know, that you typically hear that you typically hear Selah over, but it was a different kind of space and Selah changed up his rhyme patterns and different things. He did he did some great work on that album. Um number one. I hate that number nobody one. talks about this guy. Okay. So if anybody has been listening to Christian rap way back when Mr. Biscuit used to drop albums. Okay. This guy used to rhyme with Mr. Biscuit, Raging Moses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The flourishing. Mm -hmm. So the flourishing, I, I, I came across, I, he had a song called Valor Seeks that came out, I think, years ago. Um, and just nothing else happened with it. And then all of a sudden he dropped the flourishing. Um, the first track, Odyssey. Rage of Moses is your number one Christian hip hop album of 2022. Yep. Okay. I listened to the first song, Odyssey, which is like a two minute lyrical exhibition where he is heavy handed with the gospel mm -hmm. and loved it. Then I listened more and more and more. And, and before I knew it, I had the album on repeat. So much depth and lyricism, so much gospel in it impeccable lyricism the only feature is dayton different kind of beats smooth feel i knew raging moses could rhyme but i didn't know like that i didn't know he could do that so i would say check that joint out he did not miss it depends on who you are right i'm, I'm in a place now where i like smooth music more than turn up music and that was right down my alley so yeah Raging Moses, the flourishing, number one. Raging Moses, the flourishing. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. So I didn't, I knew he was going to make your top 10. I didn't know he was going to be number one. Yep. Okay. I went through the, the list and I listened to all this stuff over and over again. And I was like, yeah, this is it. That the closest thing was AI and, and Selah. But then when I listened to the Raging Moses, it was, it's just so polished. And well done. It's just great. Shout out to Rage Moses. Hopefully he see this uh podcast so he can be like number I'm number one this year. So so versus the new category. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first. <clears throat> so what I think is a lot of times it we can hear stellar verses. And the project goes nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, we, you know, you just, you just hear stuff. And you just be like, it didn't, it didn't make it. So, number is this ten. Okay, number ten. I dropped a mixtape called Hillmatic. Il, you know, Illmatic, Steelmatic, Hillmatic. You know, pun intended. Oatmeal dropped the verse on this song called All My Dogs. I felt like he went Super Saiyan on this verse. Like, you know, you hear you hear Oatmeal and you know he, he happy, he vibing. He went somewhere else. And I'm like, duplicate that again. <laughs> so that's my number 10. Number number nine. 
on Bodega, I don't know if you remember the, the title track Bodega, but that's verse on Bodega, he took off. I was like, the beat switch, his, his, his voice was a perfect blend for that beat. And it was like, it just elevated that experience of hearing that 16. Okay. Which uh, you see what you're talking about on that one? That's Bodega. Bodega. Yeah. But whose verse? Bats. Bats. Oh, okay. Third verse. Third verse. And, and like, Bats got one of those unique voices that in those type of beats, it's like Q-tip tribe, but more lyrical. Mm. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Okay. Um, number eight. Mouthpiece on this track called Vessel of the Lord. His second verse, he left, he, he left Atlanta and went somewhere else. Like, I love the song because it, it felt like a vicious Christian rap. Like, it was really aggressive. Jesus aggression. <laughs> so, somebody called Vince McMahon, Jesus aggression. Um, next, Ready Rider, no question. From before he cracked the sky, he comes. Mm. He comes in on the verse and says, "Rap with me." And who could do it? So yes, that's 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 another. Next, Lecrae. Misconception. Now. Let me say this. On all the misconceptions, I don't I never thought that Cray had the best verse. He had he always have a good verse. He never had the best verse. Mm. This was the first time that he had the best verse. And then that verse, he did that verse on Sway in the Morning. He knew it was a good verse. Like that was a that was a smart thing to do. Let me take the verse that I know I body and let's go here. So, and, and let, let me say this. AI on there, if she would have had a sibling rivalry verse on misconception, we would not have this conversation. Okay. Yeah. That, that song is interesting because like you said, that to me on the church closed mixtapes, that's always where Lecrae tries to show you like, hey, I can rap. I don't just make, you know, radio songs or whatever. He's like, I, I need to flex a little bit here and and let me show you how I can get down with the the brails or the the whomever you know in the past. So right, right. And then on one of the misconceptions, he had Jackie Hill Perry on there, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this one, he had the best verse. Okay, and and I was like. You know, I can't I cannot overlook how dope the the line that my I uh I raised my kids on CHH. I breathe different. That was the line. I'm yeah. like, that's yeah. a, that was the line. You know, Benny did the flex, New York bestseller author. I read different, like yeah. And doesn't doesn't precede that line about like 
I, I I raised your kids on my music, or I raised your kids yeah. coming for my alimony or something. I'm coming yeah. for my alimony. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was tough. It was tough. Like you can't front. You just can't front. Now yeah. number uh, this is number five. Number five, with the pun intended, goes to under five. That was a good verse. Yeah, her verse on posted up on before he cracks the sky. It was it was bars. It was bars. It was bars. So she 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 definitely did her thing. And due to the fact that the first eight bars she was talking to me, then the second eight bars she was like, "For those of y'all who've been trying to steal my style, I'm coming back to get it." I'm like, "Ooh, talk, talk, okay, talk." Number four, verse Monster Tarver, G O M Menace. From the God Over Money, uh, what's the name of the album? Ready? Uh, uh, Menace Movement Mixtape Part Two. No, 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 no. The, no, the God Over Money Project. God Over Us Against the World. Us Against the World. His verse on there, and you after you heard the verses, you was like, "All right, nobody else is on this song." <laughs> yes. They didn't. Nobody else wanted to do it. Like you know, everybody like, "Let's save face. Let's just let them let them rap." Let him rap, and he rapped. So that's my number four. Number three, we've talked about this lady all through this uh, this podcast. AI the Anomaly. Her first verse on the title track of Sibling Rivalry was top shelf rhyming. Like, this is what I want. I like, you know, for, for the people who've been built, you know, hyping, you know, it's been a lot of hype around her for years. That met every single piece of hype, that verse. So she she went ham on uh, sibling rivalry. My number two, say a lot of corner. His verse on uh, float from sibling, sibling rivalry. I think that's either the first. Track two or track one? Track one. I think it's track one. Track one or track whatever, whichever one he did, like that could possibly be the best Selah verse I've ever heard in my life. And he, you know, he manhandled it. So my number one verse. Oh, let, let's paraphrase. Hold on. Since I can't vote for me. <laughs> let, before I go to my number one, my real number one. It's my verse from Vent Sessions. So I'm going to just say that. But the number one, since I can't vote for me on my own thing, is Riggs' verse on, um, what is it? Concerto number seven on Vent Sessions. It was him, Q-Flow, and uh, C4 Cretona. Riggs, that, that's, that's the best Riggs verse I've ever heard in my life. Like that was the verse I was like, okay. I if if I was on that song and he spit that, I would have said, wait a minute, give me another week. I need to go back. <laughs> I need to do an LL cannabis on you because this is not we not doing this. Not today. So that's my top 10 verses. 
I know Sketch said he had a, a shorter list, so we're gonna go to Sketch and then we're gonna go to Ready. Yeah, and I I'll I'll do better for this next year. <laughs> so but I was just was writing out some of them and even went back and like wrote word for word just to kind of you know watch it come together in in, in front of me. Uh but Dayton's stuff on uh Too Much My Bad, uh that song on his album. He, he I was trying to debate between the verse where he's trying to like express his views on transgender and and people that are pressing that versus the one where he's kind of speaking to the church and like, hey, you guys are doing a bunch of infighting. Um, so I he was really sharp, sharp on that song. So I, I appreciated that. Um Number four, uh, Corey Red on Fire Angels. Um, so some of it, when I saw the, the words, I was like, some of it is uh, maybe not the sharpest in the world, but his voice kind of just with his lyrics just mm -hmm. hit, catches your eye. You know, it's one of those guys, like I could hear him just rap a phone book or something and still kind of be intrigued by, by what he's doing. And a uh, phone book is a super old reference. I just realized, so <laughs> may not understand what that is, but I can listen to him just kind of rap anything. Um, Lecrae's verse on on "Still in America," I, I particularly yeah. took the part where he slows down and just makes it super apparent. But he talks about some of the church in America feeling like a Broadway production, and um, how we worship economy and. We um, we kill our own babies to keep our autonomy. Um, mm. Don't don't you mess with our Second Amendment? We're probably going to riot, but take out the probably. I was like, man, he's that speaks to a lot of what I think our uh, our political climate is in the states, particularly coming from Christians. That kind of makes me discomforted a little bit. Um, so I like that he was he was mentioning that. Um, my number two verse is belief melanin from. Uh, the Bodega Project, Peace King. Um, yeah, and then, that was too short. It was too short. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, he, he again, I think kind of speaks to to me, at least some parts of, of my life where he talks about, I, I'm kind of frustrated with the people that say they represent Christ. I feel like I'm relating more to monks. Uh, but he's like, don't get twisted. Like I still, you know, Jesus is my savior and I know he's not a fraud. I need to go out and, and spread the love of God. Um, but sometimes I just feel as lost as the lost. And I think that's just a reality that some of us sometimes feel our sinfulness and that weight, even as you're going out and trying to share the gospel or whatever, you'll just realize your humanity and your need for a savior. So sometimes you'll feel just as lost as the lost. Um, and then my, uh, First verse was one from Ambassador. So some people may not know, but Ambassador from Cross Movement put out a project this year. Um, actually worked with a lot of Houston artists on it. Um, but man, just going back and listening to him. So there's a song called New Hustle. And there's a, a verse on there where he, uh, as, as Ambassador is always doing, like proclaiming the supremacy of Christ and why we should worship him. But even in this, like he's referencing uh, who's the real Hova, the uh, Jay-Z or not J. Cole, it's the JC. Um, and then there's a lot of like uh, mentions of specific letters of the alphabet that are just put together in this. But uh, he talks about praying for Karens. And uh, I think the the final lines that I really loved, was, it was like, um, cross the graven sky, he's the word you should copy like you plagiarized. Mm. So, um, 
Mm. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Ambassador stuff, um, he's still still putting it out there. And like you said, if you're looking for heavy Jesus stuff, he could put it together with the you know one of the best. So that's your whole list. Yeah, that's it. That's a good list. That's a good list. So ready? You ready for your top verses of twenty twenty two? Okay, so I'm going to start and say a disclaimer. I did not do my due diligence on this particular topic. <laughs> so excuse me if I missed a lot of the stuff that I normally would have caught and put on this list. Um, Sketch's breakdown was excellent in talking about the actual lyrics, and that's probably what I'm going to do next year is actually bring up the actual quotes um, and different things they say. So with that being said, I'm going to I'm going to lay it out, but it's really in no particular order. Um so I'll start with uh, seven Paris Careers Writers Guild on mm -hmm. Bodega. I say this because I was surprised. I've heard Paris Careers on wavy stuff, and just mm -hmm. to hear him slow, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I didn't know. Yeah, they, you know, they put him on. They put him on that boom bap beat, and then he went in, and I was like, then mm -hmm. I found myself listening to the song again. I was like, this is dope. So. Yeah. Paris Careers Writers Guild, number six, uh, Tyson. This is also on Bodega. Tyson, um, Caleb Mitchell. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. People sleep on him so hard. I, I think the the last album he dropped or the last couple of songs has been him singing, right? And we know he 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 can do hat. He can do both things. But the brother's a monster of a rhyme. Um. So yeah, he's dope. Number five. And this is in no particular order. This is just the way I have it laid out. I got Riggs, Vent Sessions, First Class. And I think that's the song with him and Selah. But again, on, on Vent Sessions 2, you can go through anywhere in that album and listen to Riggs go crazy. Um, And, and, I, and I'll just talk briefly about it. Huh? Yeah, did you hear that out? You haven't heard it. Okay. No, I need to add um, a lot of the ones that you guys mentioned. I, I added right away to my, my streaming service so I can check them out. So the, the thing about Riggs, prototypical rappers have, have, have breakdowns. You hear Q-Flow, you hear the Philly-style breakdown. You kind of already know where the punch is coming. It's like the R.J. Payne kind of setup, the, the Mickey Fax setup. Mm -hmm. When you hear Riggs, he's going everywhere. So you're not quite sure where he's going to go. And that's, the, that's like, for people who love lyricism, that's the wonder of it. That's like, wow, I don't know what he's going to do on this track, what he's going to say. How he's gonna rhyme this other word? Oh wait, he skipped the bar. He's gonna rhyme the word. The, the next word, that's the crazy part. It you just gotta listen, and like, just just like anybody who wants to hear masterful lyricism, go and check out Riggs. That's what it is. Um, Brentson on the same album. I think the name of the track is Encore. Let's um, go. Let's so, go. So Brentson went crazy on that track as well. Another, you gotta sit and listen. I think sometimes, and this 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 is just what it is. When you hear when you hear southern rappers, you, sometimes you turn off your brain and stop checking for bars, right? So Brentson went on there and and kind of represented for us southern people and dropped a ton of bars in that track. Forty bars, forty <laughs> bars. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Um, Lecrae, spread the ops, second verse. 
<laughs> so, so within the group we was having this chat about Lecrae on the spread out verse because the verse was so impeccable like this is what Lecrae does well he is able to look at anybody's style and mimic it and get the same flow pattern as them when I heard that track I was like man that junk sound just like aha and it's crazy the way he did it the, the things he said on that on that second verse on spread the ops was crazy so um i was really impressed with that verse more so than the um the verse that everybody else is talking about the um posse cut verse um all right number two jared sanders payback us against the world jared is another one of those people he says words that most people don't say like when I listened to it, I almost thought this brother had a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> Literally, I was like, "What? how do you get all that to come out your head? Right? Because we have a certain subset of words that we all kind of fall back on as lyricists, and we know that we can rhyme. But when you hear him going outside of the common vernacular to use words and continue to rhyme those words, it's just crazy. It's masterful. Um, Jared has always been a great rapper. So, yeah, I think that was particularly a great verse when you hear him coming in right before i think ai the anomaly and just murdering it so my number one i'm gonna stick i'm gonna stick with my um my number ones here raging moses odyssey <laughs> um so I'm, I'm just saying i'm trying to big up raging moses here go check out that first track it's the first song it's one to two minutes the lyricism the intricacy the flow pattern, his voice, and the beat, it was great. It, it, it's just great. great. And just listen, replay, catch all the catch all the gospel and all the metaphors and assemblies in there. Mm -hmm. It's just dope. So yeah, that's my number one. Raging Moses Odyssey. Was there anybody who who you think could have made it that didn't make your uh top verses? That's that's and um no big deal on gotham for um bodega um esso had a number of verses on his uh now or later that you could just throw in there also taylor gray went crazy he um on his album he, he did um the particular rhyme style that it sounded like was um i'm not gonna name the, the um the artist that he sounded like on there on some of the songs but he just he did his thing um dating is dating mm -hmm. like our i think we talked about this before if, if if i was to say if i was to say who was the best lyricist this year constantly is dating and then mm -hmm. after that i would put rigs so or you can flip them back and forth but to me dating over wrong with dating huh dating over bizzle this year yeah Okay. I will also say C straight on on posse cut with um with me Brentson and disciple and disciples another one, but C straight his verses in the middle so you might miss all the crazy stuff he was saying. I mm -hmm. just listened to it again today. That is on before he cracks the sky. He yeah. murdered that verse. I'm sold like a Yeti's lid. That line. Oh yeah, yeah I remember hearing that, that line, the other day. I was like, who who says that? <laughs> so those are the kind of things we look for when we look for lyricism like for you writers 
don't write down the first thing you think. Go deeper until you say something that nobody else has said, like cold like a Yeti lid. Yeah. That's crazy. Cold like a Yeti. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who who thinks about that? Right. So, right. yeah, that's what I got. Those are my tops there. So was there anybody who, who could have made your sketch? Shoot. No big deal. Somebody who I always check for and has, I think, more more depth than you maybe initially think when you you hear him. So um, I'm sure he's had a verse or two that I I, I would have liked to point out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, well, swoop is another one. Swoop on the bodega joint, I think. Uh, so. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all for this year, 2022. Um, we're we looking forward to 2023. You know, I'm look, it, looking forward to a new ready album. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to a new ready album for 2022. You know, we're gonna see. We, um, I'm dropping uh, before not before you crash, Scott, but um, uh, Flowers from the South, January the 4th, the music video. I think Sketch uh seen it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he did. Uh, you know, he he's in the inner circle, so he's seen it. So thanks for everybody for tuning in. Make sure you uh subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, leave a five-star rating and a comment. Let people know about the God Chasers podcast. This your man Brinson, you God chasing or no. Yep. Yeah.